Berkman's show about everything and nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddix. Good evening. I want to thank you for joining uh, what would have been a special Memorial Day edition, but we slipped by, Dave, but that's okay. I want to thank uh, all the vets out there who served and uh, certainly remembered those who died for our country. Uh, fellas, you guys got any any vets in your family? Any any history or heritage there? I do. Yeah, my uh, grandfather on my my dad's side. He he served in uh, World War II. Uh, a lot of history oh. there, and yeah, yeah. I've uh, got his silver star that uh, his mom got. Uh, so that was passed down to me. That was a really cool moment. And my mom's dad also served. Uh, he was in the army and he was in the Korean War. And uh, my uncle was in the Navy. And then my wife's side also. Her her dad and her grandfather also served in the military. Both of them have passed on. But uh, like you, I'm thankful for all those that uh, died for the price and the price they paid for the freedoms we have today. So I'm so thankful for that. Uh, you just can't begin to repay those guys and gals that served our country. What about you, Stephen? Yeah, my grandfather on my mother's side was in World War II. And I've had many friends in uh, active duty and in the reserves. Uh, again, just the utmost respect uh, for everything that they do. And uh, again, just consistently putting themselves in harm's way. So, uh, see, you know, love getting to know these people and hearing all their stories. Mike, what about you? Yeah, same for me. A uh, lot of lot of heritage. So, my dad, uh, he was he was in Vietnam. My uh, grandfather, uh, his dad was was also a vet. I think he was the boxing champion of the squadron or something to that effect I pick, picked up his mm. middle name so think of him quite a bit my uh my brother-in-law was a marine uh his dad was a doctor in the navy my nephew's gonna be a doctor in the navy and then uh you know my grandma great aunt there was there's about 12 of them came over from serbia and i think i think they were in world war ii one of them rudy was a u-boat hunter so uh <laughs> Wow. Traded, uh, traded life wow. in the Serbian countryside to come to Pittsburgh Steel Mills and uh, fight in World War II. So, yeah, thanks okay. to all the vets out there and uh, for our freedom. And uh, certainly, you know, three-day weekend, uh, first, first holiday of the year, at least here uh, for most of us here in the U.S. So um, thankful for, for that chance for a little extra relaxation what was the uh, the highlight and or low light for you all for this weekend? I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Stephen. How was your Memorial Day weekend? It was great. We spent the weekend with our friends over in San Antonio. Got to meet their two month old, uh, who is super cute and a super good little baby. Um, oh, I guess highlight had to be the food. We had some phenomenal say. Uh, brunch food and. Cut there. Start. You know, you're good. You're. I'll cut it out. Did you? Did you get some text right. Let me reposition. What seems to be the problem? Jeez, you got the dog right. with the toy. Tell me right to one of mine. That's even. You keep talking. Bye bye. They're running on sawdust here tonight, boys. There was an old my an old happy <laughs> used to watch a uh, Andy Griffith show. Mayberry used to come home at at lunch, uh, have a grilled cheese, tomato soup. 
and uh, sit in the old reclining chair, watch episode or two of Andy Griffith. I remember there was one time they went out Mount Pilot or something to that effect, and Barn was going to buy a car, and the ran fine when they took it away from the lady's house, and then about five minutes in, it broke down. And found out they put sawdust in the engine. It was an old, old trick back during the day. That <laughs> sawdust in the engine. And that's what we're running on the night, folks. Tuesday Sponsored night might not be it. our night, folks. Tuesday <laughs> night might not be our night. All right. So, so San Antonio, great food. Were you going with Tex-Mex there, or were you going to say something else? No, we uh, ended up not doing Tex-Mex. Again, we can get some of that great stuff here in Houston. We actually got some amazing... Went to a French place for brunch, which, oh, man, we had a French. We had a feast. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, we Come had on. everything from uh, French was toast. On? We had the cheese on the baguette. We had some lobster bisque. Oh, man, we had oysters. I mean, we had the uh, espresso martinis with reposado tequila, not vodka. And let me tell you, oh, it is better than a regular espresso martini. Um, we had some, uh, smoked in, uh, smoked steaks that was top notch. Uh, yeah. So it was a very much, it's barbecue too. So it's very much a foodie weekend. Definitely gained some weight to hit the Peloton again this week. Who says you can't Mark, have fun with a baby? Who says hey, you can't it was have a lot fun with fun. a two month old? Wow. Hey, you know, oh, hey, we're not going to let it hold us back from a fun oh, weekend. Not at all. They don't right, move, Mark, at, that, coming, they, they don't move back, at that age anyway. It's okay. Don't worry. Coming back from Memorial Day and lost wages, you're looking a little crispy. It. Uh, I think it was about 127 in the shade out there. I got to be honest. Uh, the thermal heat radiating off most of the pavement in the shade or not in the shade. I mean, I, I did feel like, you know, one of Kenny Rogers roasters out there, like you were, you were cooking <laughs> anywhere you sat outside. Uh, I think I got down to like 98 at about, you know, midnight. I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't stay up too late, but uh, it was hot from sundown to sunup to sundown. It was hot out there, but you know, I guess it is the desert. What do you expect? It was good out there. That was there, the Benelia. You know? Oh, the, the, the Bedelia. I said it, the Badara, not the onion. Um, <laughs> it was it was nice, you know. It was it was really my speed, uh, and most of us older folks might understand. You know, there was no casino in this hotel, but it uh, was rather nice, quiet, uh, until 5 a.m. when all the construction starts. And I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of a light sleeper, so that was really fantastic at 5 a.m. Uh, you know, that's kind of when I woke up. Uh, sadly, uh, the Vadera doesn't, uh, their gym doesn't open till eight, you know, which makes sense for no hotel. Uh, so I, you know, didn't really do anything until about eight o'clock. Um, it, the conference was great. A lot of meetings, a lot of great food. Um, good time, you know, Vegas, Vegas, I would officially say is back. I've been there since like 2018, 2019. Uh, good for them, you know, coming back, reopening, good to see uh, people back. I, I don't know if that's really my lifestyle. I got to be honest. Uh, a lot going on out there that, well, you just, you don't want to write home to mom about. Like, do you that's call it sure. Sin City? They, I, I learned that. Apparently it's called Sin City. Um, and not because of 
well, anything that's good. Um, but it was nice, you know, a lot of good food, uh, a lot of, a lot of good people. Um, yeah, had a good time. And then Memorial day, right. You know, I got home on Friday and Memorial day weekend. We, we had a good time here at the house pool parties and people over and just a good weekend, you know, a lot of good, good food and good friends and good family. So it's nice. Because everybody goes to Vegas to use the gym. Well, some of us like to keep our routine, Mike, you know, uh, we're getting older and, you know, that's the way you stay uh, in shape and, you know, you like to stay regular and uh, the gym is part of the deal. All right. Just, or stand outside for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. You could sweat it out in five minutes. Uh, what, yeah, what about I, you? you know, no, oh, I had oh, oh. I had a great weekend. I, I made it back down bound south to Houston. Um, you know, uh, perfect weather for for driving. Perfect weather. We we ended up going to Conroe. had a had a graduation party. I think humidity on that particular day was like in the fifties. Uh, so Come it was on. yeah, and nice breeze. Like it was just perfect you know jet skis barbecue hot tub the whole nine so it was a perfect way to spend the uh, the first holiday of the year uh was a little tough coming back but you know short week so so that mm-hmm. makes it pretty easy uh i will i will point out a low light because i i didn't drive back i i flew standby i don't know if y'all have tried to fly lately but uh i didn't drive to vegas well it's for me it's been about a greater than 50 percent chance you're gonna have some sort of problem i think they got Mm. supply chain attrition it's like maintenance you know my my first flight was delayed because of maintenance and the next flight got canceled because of maintenance it's always it's always the maintenance Was your flight on time? My flight was not only on time, it left early and got in early and it was fantastic. Okay. Um, well, you... I mean, the, hey, the good people at United, I think, are, you know, doing all they can, dealing with the lifting of the mask mandates. That freaks some people out, makes some people happy. Uh, a lot of people are traveling. I mean, my flight was completely full. It was... Uh, it was, it was completely full. I mean, I didn't notice it, you know, being in first class, but I, I mean, <laughs> upper it, it crust. Was... <laughs> but uh, let's go back to the detail here, Mike. You flew from Dallas to Conroe. Like, that's not no. a long drive. The other I mean, way how around. How did you yeah. fly to Conroe? No, that, that's the fun part is when you, you wake up. Well, first of all, it wasn't Conroe, it was Bush Intergalactic. Oh, okay. But that's the. That's the fun part is when you wake up, you wake up at five, you get home in Dallas by 11 a.m. I could have drove there and back, but, but you know, Correct. that's okay. That's okay. Uh, well, just, I mean, not your strong suit. I got it. I got it. <laughs> well, Mike, if we get a it's couple of sponsors, maybe we can get you out of spirit, which has all these, uh, you know, maintenance mm-hmm. issues. We can get you on United. Uh, you want to get you know, some maintenance issues. Premier, platinum plus, like Mark. You know, 
No, there is. Yeah, but we we could look for net jets. But somebody was telling me there's some other airline. I got, I got to look up the name where you can rent like you can get like one of like ten seats on one of these smaller jets, and they mm. do like they do Dallas to Austin. They even do like Dallas to Miami, and it's a uh, you know, relatively is one of them that does. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? Okay, and you, it's the whole experience where you drive up. You don't do the TSA and all that sort of good stuff. So. Um, yeah, but I mean, that one, you know, I'll show up and the John will be out and be maintenance again. So, but anyway, uh, all in all, uh, really, really great weekend, great weather, relatively easy travel back and forth, uh, short week. So I think we're all sort of in the, all the kids, I think for the most part, the kids are out of school. So, uh, what's the song where they're like, can't wait for the kids to get back to school. I could, I could only imagine, you know, being a parent and having your your kids at home the whole summer. So it's actually a Christmas uh, song uh, <laughs> that uh, you're thinking of. Anyway, okay. I, I won't I won't play it. I'm, but, yeah, I'm sure it still applies. But uh, all right, so uh, this week in golf, um, actually in uh, in my neck of the woods again. So I guess we had the, uh, well, not exactly the Texas two-step, but uh, more or less the Texas two-step there. Uh, playing at Colonial this week in Fort Worth, not as easy as Craig Ranch, but uh, do you guys, now you're from this area, something I didn't know, Colonial, uh, longest running non-major tour event. Mm-hmm. At the same venue since since 1946, I would have thought maybe Riviera was there, but uh, so it's I mean, and it stood the test of time. I think it was pretty close to single digit winner again there. Did you guys ever make it over to Colonial or or I don't know, play the course or at least get a chance to walk it or go to that tournament? I've never played the course, but I've been to the Colonial and the tournament a number of times when it uh, was Mastercard. Uh, There's a couple of other iterations before Charles Schwab, but yeah, I've been over there. It's a really nice track, easy track to walk. Um, but man, a lot of anything fun to notable. Watch. Uh, they have like the horrible horseshoe, you know. Uh, it, it's that's what it's called, the horseshoe. Uh, and I think they flip the nines from what the members play versus what the pros play, you know, for TV. Um, I think it's how they've done it. Um, Notable. I do like, I mean, I, I like, you know, 16, 17, 18 are fun to watch par three and two, you know, fun par fours. It's just, I also think it's impressive to watch these guys, you know, just hit the ball in all the right places. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a fun course to go watch. You've been out there, Steven? No, I never made it over there. Um, used to go to the Byron Nelson lot when it was at uh, TPC Las Colinas, but just never made it over the Colonial. I think it's really where has been a tournament I've really loved. I mean, the course doesn't really do much for me. Um, again, I know it's old Ben Hogan's old track, and there's a lot of history to it, but um, I, I would just say, you know, the, the field has always brought in a little bit better players than the Byron Nelson, but just not enough good names to really get me to drive across Dallas and go over there. I'm not, yeah, I I had to be it, but no, I, I, and I have zero plans on going ever. I think uh, fairly, 
small greens out there. Yeah, we can talk about Fort Worth later and whether or not you guys like Fort Worth, but uh, I think it was pretty gusty out there, blustery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scheffler, you know, basically uh, didn't didn't do enough last day to, to just win it outright. Oh, yeah. and then, two over on last day, and we gave it away. All he had to do is birdie one hole, and he wins out of yeah, 18. Well, yeah. With that motion, it's not always easy to find the slot position. So uh, Fleet-footed, fleet-footed, as we like to say in the business. Mutter was a mutter. He was a mutter. For some uh, reason, I so – I, so for the listeners, uh, so Sam Burns ends up taking it home. And I, I think he's got like – let's see, he got like four wins – I was what was I looking up? Yep. Four yeah. wins in the same amount of time that maybe Scheffler does, or or something to that effect. Yeah, so three wins said, this season. Four, yeah, he's four in like the last twelve months or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Just missed the last Ryder Cup. He'll be a shoe in for sure for President's Cup. But uh, when he first came on the scene, I was looking him up, and and I don't know if you. I'm sure you all have seen this. You know when you Google something, and it comes up with about you know, four questions, something like, I don't know if you, if you Googled like, you know, Chevy Tahoe and it'd be like, you know, how do I, how do I fix a broken Chevy Tahoe or, you know, generic questions or something to that effect on Google. But there was one for Sam Burns and it was like, is Sam Burns related to, or is Sam Burns the grandson of, and can you guys guess which golfer? It fills in. I assume, that it, I assume it's the last name is not Burns, or is this kind of a trick question? Well, it's it is dumb. It's not Burns. It's not McGavin. Uh, I, I I'm shooting in the dark here, but I thought I read somewhere that it's like Arnold Palmer, or that, that's the right Palmer. answer. Is it, it Arnold? Makes okay. no I, sense. Like, yeah. But it, it yeah. makes no sense because, but yeah. for some reason, when you Google Sam Burns, it says the, the, the popular Google questions are is Sam Burns, the grandson of Arnold Palmer. Now, I think the reason for that mistake is that Sam Saunders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sam Saunders. And I think he gets inadvertently tagged with being the grandson of Arnold Palmer. Yes, that's correct with Sam Saunders. Yes. so they're mixing up sam's there wow i'd heard that no i'd heard that i heard the same thing it's a different sam which is stupid i mean come on google be better so anyway we're uh we're headed up now to uh columbus ohio uh to the memorial now this is interesting because if i if i recall correctly i'm pretty sure Old Jackie baby let the course go last year. The greens got real crispy and crunchy, uh, basically impossible to play on because I think he had just said we're, we're going to rebuild them. So we'll see uh, what sort of shape the course is in this year. Uh, see if uh, how much coverage Jack gets. So Stephen pointed something out to me, and I, I, I got to be honest, guys, I'm not great at reading. I, I tried to do a little investigative reporting here. It was like Nicholas companies suing Nicholas, the Nicholas pulled out and Nicholas is now supposed to let Nicholas companies do stuff. I mean, it, it's confusing at best, but mm-hmm. I, uh, 
you know, Jack looks like he's going to be playing some hardball. And uh, I, I don't know how nasty this thing's going to get, but uh, Jack might have himself in a pickle. I'm interested to see if the broadcast pulls out anything on that one because he's usually mm-hmm. in the booth for the memorial. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I, I am really interested <laughs> how this all goes down. I mean, given that the guy has sold his name and likeness to a company and is now supposedly doing things to uh, – you know, go against the contract. I'm really curious to see what exactly that is and what kind of dirt they have, if it's just speculation or, or, or actual. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. And again, I'm curious if I get what CBS, right. That covers this, if they're going to kind of pull him back out of the booth a little bit or let him say his piece on there, but he's, he is stirring the pot given that he had to note that the Saudis wanted to pay him a hundred plus million. So I think he is, uh, I think he's maybe got some tricks up his sleeve or maybe he's at that point in his life that his mind just kind of saying what's on his mind. So I respect that again. And he's still the best, you know, even, you know, he is the goat. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he gets himself in a little, uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, Nick Nicholas style. I, oh. I'd love to... Nicholas V. Nicholas. Mm. <laughs> Uh, switching over to the, to the champions tour. So, uh, you know, you guys were giving me a little bit of a hard time with, uh, with Monty. You you made it sound like Monty had, had, uh, one foot in the grave, uh, a couple of nails in the coffin already, but he, you know, he was in contention early on, but the, the victory goes to Steven Elker. And so, uh, you know, I think Steven, I mean, we want to know, everyone wants to know, what sort of pro tip did you give this guy when you saw him at the Insperity meet and greet? Because he's been I mean, on a tear. He's he's been on a tear. It had to be just the compliment, the nice little pat on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't necessarily know. It was no swing tips. It you know, I'm just I'm just proud of myself. I mean, credit to me. Alker, again, we're going to find a way to get him on this show because there is a direct correlation with his his wins, all this money he's made now, and talking to me, a guy from his past over a decade ago. So there's something that we need to get to the bottom of. Uh, so Alker, Alker, I'll be reaching out to your uh, representative soon. But That's congratulations point, on winning the KitchenAid. Maybe he gets a free fridge or something. <laughs> buy a lot of fridge with that check. A free mixer yeah i know that you said that he didn't he didn't recognize you but there i think there was something there subconsciously when he saw you some sort of swing thought from that qualifier uh-huh. came back and he's just perfect slot position brush click i mean brush he just click yan telstrom school of golf brush I did remind him of on number 17, the par three, how he perfect. It was like 168, 172 in there, almost jarred it. So maybe he remembered where he was with his wrist cock and his follow through and all that. And now he's replicating that. And he's just, it had to be there. I had to be remembering 17, almost jarring it. Mm -hmm. Case closed, but we'll still get him on to confirm. He's probably playing Balada. Right. He was playing Baladas back then. I think he's onto a different, more, you know, five five layered ball now. So 
Who knows? Maybe things have changed. Maybe things have changed. What year was that, Stephen? The qualifier? That was 2011 or 2010. I, I don't know. Let me look. I, I sent it to y'all. But, yeah, somewhere in there, a decade plus ago. Okay, yeah. We, you know, we were well into the, the Pro Vs by then, so – Okay, so not Pilatus. Sorry. And he was a tailor made guy. So he was using oh. a tailor made. So don't even put the Titleist on him. I didn't say Pro V1. Bilatas were made by multiple brands. Sheesh. Come on. Mm. I feel like there's probably a correction coming there next time, but we'll, uh, maybe so. You know, we'll say that. Um, okay. Well, I, I mean, anyway, he's only 50. So I guess watch out longer. Uh, might so have young. A so young. New sheriff in town on the Champions Tour. Um, I guess last thing to talk about is maybe the Saudis. So today brings uh, some just riveting news. Uh, I would before today I was looking at Fowler. They were talking about him potentially mm. uh, going over, but uh, you know now I mean we got uh, DJ Dustin Johnson committing to playing in the first event. So uh, I don't know what, what happened on the back end there between uh, Greggy and DJ, but uh, I know you guys got some other names that are coming over, but I, I got to be honest, I was not expecting a name that big. And so this thing is just, it feels like it's going to be a house of cards here. And uh, wow, balls uh in monahan's court and i just i, I mean I, I don't know if we're looking at a lifetime ban for dj or or what's gonna happen but that's i mean that's crazy to me guys that he went ahead and made the decision to jump over uh I, maybe got something to hide are, are you guys surprised with dj or any of the other names yeah i guess for me i'm not surprised by dj i think uh there's a couple of items that you could give that guy and uh he, you know he couldn't pass up um, you know, because again, he, he has a certain likes off the golf course, uh, but I would say it's not, it's not Westwood. It's not, nah, uh, it's not Sergio for me. To me, the biggest surprise name is Taylor Gooch. Um, because again, the guy's top 10 in FedEx right now, he's been doing really well. He's been in, you know, uh, having some top postings in big tournaments. So he's making a lot of money right now. He's in a hot streak. So to potentially give all that up and throw it away. Um, yeah, was definitely was not expecting a guy like that to put his name on there. Mike, what are your thoughts? Any, uh, any surprise names for you outside of DJ? No, I saw the other one. I saw, uh, Oosthuizen going over there. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just, I, I think maybe surprise name for me not to see was Phil. Um, mm. but I think. I think Phil probably still evaluating what his life is going to continue to be outside of golf. So he, I don't know, maybe, maybe he lets some names go over there and says, Hey, you know, look, look at all these big names that are going was, was what I did really all that bad. And that sort of helps him come back into, into good graces. So I DJ was big enough for me. I, if you had said, Hey, who do you think is going to be the biggest name? I, I don't think I would have came up with DJ. So not a chance. That's, no way. that's the big one. And, uh, 
you know, the, this whole time I've really been wanting to see what this coverage is going to look like. I don't know if Normie's going to put himself in the booth on this one or uh, mm-hmm. I, they're going to be walking around with camcorders. I just, I don't really know what, what to expect here, but uh, um, you know, looks like, looks like we're going to have a show. Uh, so we're going to get to see what that broadcast is like. I think you, you both are over, overlooking the, the, the real standouts, the uh, former Clemson star, Turk Pettit, the 2021 NCAA individual champion and former Michigan State star, James P.O., who won the 2021 U.S. Amateur. Didn't have a great uh, showing on the PGA Tour and those automatic exemptions that he got from winning the U.S. Amateur. But I think those guys are up and coming. So be on the lookout for their careers to skyrocket in the Saudi league. Well, nobody knows them. Nobody may know them, but they're going to have a fat stack of cash. <laughs> they're going to be able to buy a lot of dinners. That's right. Um, last thing on golf. So tomorrow, um, I guess, I guess because Phil doesn't come out in public anymore and Tiger can't walk anymore. We got, uh, Brady and Rogers v. Allen and uh, Mahomes for the the match oh, yeah. tomorrow. Who do you oh, who do you guys yeah. like to win between those two pairs? I you know I could care less who wins. I think the guy <laughs> I'm most I love Josh Allen as a football player. Um, you know, I, and again I do think Aaron Rodgers has some good trash talk. So I guess my hopes are. Good trash talk from Aaron Rodgers and whatever team Josh Allen is on wins. So that that's my thoughts. Not Who's Josh football, Allen with? But, Who is it? But Who's I guess in golf. Buffalo. He's with Mahomes. Buffalo. Mahomes. Oh, Dallas, Dallas, okay, football I can't stand Mahomes. All right. No, no. I know. Barnett, who do you like? Uh, I'm going to go tomorrow. The winner is going to be Rodgers. Rogers Brady. I think they're playing out there at the win. Is that right? Oh yeah, yeah, out there in Vegas. Okay. I think Rogers yeah. needs to win one. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. So win something. Uh, he needs to win something. Okay. Well, each each team has at least one person that's got some pedigree. So so we'll see. Feels a little weird without without a golfer, but yeah. Um, Made for TV. For TV, not as good as Shell's Wonderful World, but uh, <laughs> not nearly. <laughs> Those were the days. All right, one uh, more golf shout there. out for you, Mike. Before we go, yeah, tomorrow yeah. is the final um, golf championship of matches in NCAA golf out there at Greyhawk. It is Arizona State, the home host team, versus Texas. Oklahoma State lost today yeah, in the. Yeah, uh, yeah quarterfinals uh two texas um came down to the last couple holes there with one of their matches but uh, been really fun to watch i always love watching the college golf championships really fun even last year mm-hmm. i watched the women's and again really fun there too so uh hopefully be curious to see who pulls it out i guess i don't know can't decide if i want texas because it beat oklahoma state or arizona state just because we don't want texas to win so never fun having longhorns having something to celebrate and they get to wear shorts. Yeah. And short. Well, you got to. I mean, it's a gazillion degrees out there. Not in the pros. Welcome to the pros. 
All right, so quick one on on round ball. So we're now down to the uh, to the finals, as it were. A uh, lot has transpired since we last did a pod. Uh, we have the uh, the Celtics versus the Warriors. Uh, Warriors have been installed as as the favorites. It starts up tomorrow, seven game series. Uh, who you guys got, Celtics? Warriors, and I think more importantly for me, uh, don't I? I guess you'd call the wars the Warriors a dynasty. Do you guys? Do you guys like the Warriors and and Clay and uh, I can't even remember his name. It's been a long week. Steph Curry, Curry. Steph Curry, <laughs> Draymond. 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 Oh my! You guys gosh. like that team or you hate Wait, that? Team? This is what happens when you fly from Fort Worth yeah. to Conroe. I got jet lag. Jeez. <laughs> I'm I will say I'm not a fan of the Warriors. I mean, I respect their game and just how good they are shooting, you know, behind the arc, especially like like just watching them back when they had Durantula as well, KD. Um, super fun to watch them. But yeah, not a fan. I mean, just with Seeing them go on and on playing like this again, they did have a couple bad years. I'm just mostly not a fan of Steve Kerr for for many reasons. I won't get into here. So really <laughs> pulling for the Celtics. I mean, they don't have as much, for sure, don't have as much talent as the Warriors. But uh, I do think that overall as a team, I think that if they can uh, somehow keep toe to toe with the Warriors behind the arc, I think Celtics got better D. So hoping they can uh, pull out the uh, pull out the championship. You have any thoughts, Mark? You know, I just hope the best team wins. Let's be honest. You know, the team that scores the most points. I mean, is it October yet in the NBA? Is it, so this is the finals, right? So the playoffs are nearing conclusion. Uh, you know, out in Vegas, there was definitely a lot of games being played. It felt like, I don't know, 35 or so games were played in the four days I was there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just – I'm excited for it to be, to be here and uh, – you know, I kind of like to see the Celtics, you know, take him down. You know, uh, I think they weren't supposed to be here. And that's uh, all I like rooting for the underdog. I think uh, I think they, I, you know, I hope they, they win. I, I don't have a dog in a hunt. You know, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I shout out to all the people that cheer for the Warriors or the Celtics. But, I, you know, I'll, I'll cheer for the underdog. Let's go with that. All right. I, I can get on board with the underdog. I don't, yeah, I don't like that particularly – Particularly care for the Warriors, but uh, you can't doubt the talent in terms of the shooting that they have um, with Curry and Thompson. But so I, I could see it being a blowout, or I could see it being a knockdown, drag out game seven. So, mm -hmm. all right, let's move into the drink review. We've probably been enjoying ourselves a little bit already but uh let's get the official deets for the week so mark let's start with your choice so again i'm a domestic guy uh let's i'm gonna break it down for you guys a little bit here we invited some people over to our house over the past couple of days and i had my Ooh. my domestic sitting aside in the fridge like i normally do and uh tonight when i went to go crack open it the cold one it was gone <laughs> so, so what I failed in the time to go to the to gas do, station. 
was no, 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 no. I have a domestic. It was made in Texas. Um, and it was left here by one of the house guests. And I felt it was my duty to just assume he drank my one domestic I had set aside. And I, I've, I've really enjoyed this. It's, uh, um, it's called Martin house. It's made in Fort worth, Texas. And their thing is it's made in Texas by Texans. And it's a Martin house Pilsner. Uh, I'm not going to spoil the domestic I had, but I can understand why my house guest took it because it was <laughs> a deep, deep cut uh, in the domestic scene. And uh, I'll probably be bringing, I'll, I'll go find another one of those in an ice cooler nearby. Um, but I get why I took it. It also wasn't a normal size can that I had. It was maybe a tall boy. And so I get the, I get the allure. But what I have here is just a 12 ounce Martin House Pills made in Fort Worth. It was very, it's very good. Smooth, um, nice drinker. The can, normal size can. Um, highly recommend. I'm, I'm a big fan of Pilsners nowadays. Uh, smooth, easy drinking. Uh, Martin House Pills, Fort Worth, Texas. So it qual qualifies as domestic. I looked them up, did a lot of research. Probably not in the traditional domestic, you know, Lone Star, uh, natural light quality, but it's it's good. It's good. I recommend Martin House Pills. It's up in your neck of the woods, Mike. You could probably fly. Would there you from say? Your house. I think this is the first time you may have got off of a watery lager. Would you say you're a fan of, of Pilsners? Yes. Oh, I like Pilsners. They're very nice. Okay. I mean, it's not lager quality, but it's nice. You know. Okay. And I mean, also, I, I, as, as you guys have all come to know, I like the multimedia experience. Nothing changing colors <laughs> on the can. No indication of chilled temperatures. None of that kind of stuff. But it's good. Martin House making a good beer. The Pilsner. All right, mm -hmm. Stephen, I you didn't you forgot to leave me a a nice allocated in my Ooh. my goodie my uh, goodie bag. Yeah, about that. Well, it's gonna sit out in the hot Texas heat for a while. I didn't want anything to to go bad. Any uh, spoils on you? So maybe so maybe next time. Maybe next goodie bag. Okay. Uh, fun fact: I want to run it back to Martin House. So I was just uh, googling it to understand kind of what we're working with here. When you Google Martin House, the first thing that comes up is not beer. It's actually Martin House in Buffalo, some famous house. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they're 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 definitely not your your mainstream uh, brewing company, but maybe they're on the up and up. All right, Don't uh, so fun dog it until you try it. I'm not dogging it. I'm just saying. All right, uh, what I got tonight is uh, Buffalo Trace. Again, you can't go wrong. This just the standard Buffalo Trace bourbon. It's great. Tonight I am mixing, uh, you know, it is, it is a work night, uh, doing a little Buffalo trace and seven, uh, seven up. That is my mix. That's where I go to. I'm not a Coke guy. Um, so yeah, a little Buffalo trace and seven, actually seven zero. Right. So watching, watching the bod, um, you know, spend a little less time on the Peloton. Uh, but yeah, I love it. So again, that's out of, uh, Frankfurt, Kentucky, uh, again, great stuff. Um, again, I buy it in the one liter or one seven five when I can find it. And, uh, it's, it's that this is my standard drinker. This and Weller Buffalo trace are my two go-tos, my two, uh, first loves. It's really what got me into bourbon. So can't go wrong. Nice. I'll tell you what, for me, 
I, you know, I know Mark flies first class on the reg, but when I happen to get upgraded, especially on United, I sit down there and, uh, you know, it's, hey, can you bring me two buffalo traces and a diet? And that just. Amen. Oh, is that good. a Johnny Miller? What is that? Uh, oh, no, that's that's <laughs> not a Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a Pat Perez, baby. Pat that's going to be a smooth <laughs> Pat flight. Perez. That's going to be a smooth flight. I do. I do like. I do like what they got, though. That's uh, I'm, I'm glad that that's the that's the bourbon that they get. And that, that's Kentucky, right, Stephen? That is. This is the good Kentucky mm. stuff. Nice. Kentucky juice. Well, I uh, this week I, I opened up the fridge. Hmm. I just couldn't stare down. I could not stare down another IPA or hazy. And uh, I had a couple other ones. I think I had a double Bach lager, which a uh, bit of a juxtaposition. That was like 8%. And there's another one in there that was about 8 or 9 So I decided to venture across the pond and uh, go ahead and step into the old seasonal time machine. So I went ahead and pulled out the old uh, Spotten. Hmm. I hope I'm saying that right. Spotten yeah. Oktoberfest. Yeah, Ooh, I... Uh, Munich. Yep, out of, out of Munich. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Oktoberfest when we mm-hmm. uh, get into the, the season, which, um, you know, hopefully they start putting those things on the shelves about August. That's probably um, when I start looking for them, but I, I, I cannot get enough of them. Um, obviously, uh, Hofbräu, Spaten, they've probably seen quite a bit of their market share taken because now, you know, everybody and their brother brewery mm-hmm. has a, in Oktoberfest, but uh, I, I do love them. Um, you can predict the color. This this one is true to form. Um, it's uh, as it's got a little warmer, it gets a little sweeter, but it's, uh, you know, it's toasty. It's malty. Shout out the malt bee. Um, and it's, you know, it's transcendent. Every time I take a sip, I'm just like either take me to Terminal E to the Antions or take me to hmm. to uh, Oktoberfest and um, either place. I love it. I was having a debate with my fiance and about is it ever too early for uh, for Christmas and uh, same goes for here. Is it ever ever too early for fall and uh, Oktoberfest? And I I say no, never. So this one for me. Uh, definite recommend. Mark, you didn't mention whether or not your beer was worthy of sitting and watching someone do your lawn. Wow. Uh, it is definite lawn drinker. Mm-hmm. Definite, definite lawn drinker. drinker. Mm-hmm. And we know, we already know that Stephen would recommend his because he's got a, a good point seven five liters of it at a time. <laughs> Little jugs, man. You are pot committed when you get that size of a liquor bottle. Oh yeah. Oh do yeah. Do you know, Mike? I do have to have. Go, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Okay, but save that thought, Mark. Do you know the colloquial term for one point seven five liters? 
Uh, let me break this down. Colloquial. Obviously not an alcoholic. It's called a handle. Stephen, oh. what, what was your point? Okay. Thank you. Uh, I was going to say just to not offend our, our German our German drinking friends, in case we have some listeners over there in the motherland, it's Hofbrau. So just want a, a correct pronunciation, Hofbrau. Danke. So there you go. Self-correction. What, what what were we we saying before, Stephen? Hofbroy, I think is what Mike said. Oh, Hofbroy. Yeah, that's right. That was pretty bad. Hofbrau. Hofbrau. Hofbroy, Hofbrau. Some umlauts in there. I didn't know that. Potatoes, patatas. Topeka, Toledo. (laughs) Munich. (laughs) Uh, (sighs) Moving along. Moving along. Moving right along. Well, I guess you know who your friends are, Mark. You're going to start stashing away your schlitz and your ham so people don't go steal them. (laughs) Uh, You don't know what the beer that I had was. It's a real gem. I hope I find another one in the cooler. You, I'm sure you will. All right, just a quick update on uh, pucks in net. So we are down to the conference finals. Uh, we are right in the middle of Avs v. Oilers. I think uh, resident hockey expert Haddocks had predicted that the Avs were the best in the West and continue to be so. Um I don't know the goal. They're, they're playing right now. Scores 6-7. I don't know the goalies, but their friends better know them by Swiss cheese. 6-7. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you put pads that's on a, me, I could sit in the goal. That's a, that's a football score. That's like two field goals and a touchdown Ooh. and a PAT. Come on. Man. Uh, bet, bet the over in this series, guys. Holy Jeez. mackerel. 62 goal scores. <laughs> That's a lifetime of soccer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a whole season of soccer. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, credit to the Oilers. I mean, they were down 7-3 in this game. They've come back to uh, cut it to 7-6. We're still seven minutes left. Um, I mean, this is going to – I mean, I was thinking that this is going to be a short series based on what it was looking like early in the game. But if the goalies are looking like this, it's going to be a long – Long series, a lot of lighting of the lamps, and uh, yeah, excited for this one. Lighting of the lamps, it's like Aladdin. <laughs> That's bit. probably a poor reference. I have no clue. I mean, hockey, whatever. Okay, we can look that up for uh, for next time. Uh, and then on the other side, on the east, so the Rangers uh, made their way through. Now playing. The lightning, lightning have been on ice, uh, no pun intended, for some time. I don't, I don't think they've played since we've done a podcast. Um, that was Marnak's favorite. So, oh yeah, I think they'll they'll pick up this week too. But the uh, the Avs, the favorites, Tampa, the favorites. Uh, so hopefully, a um, couple of good series there. And uh, yeah, this Avs Oilers series should be exciting if it's anything like tonight don't know what to expect um out of lightning rangers but uh, we we know that steven doesn't particularly care for the lightning so we will uh, i think we'll be pulling for the the rangers in that one all right on to toasted nuts um so we we've been talking quite a bit about 
home brewing, the home coffee experience. Um, I had a, I had a particularly uh, good and different experience with some of my travels this weekend in terms of buying out. So I'm interested for you guys when, when you travel or I don't know, maybe when you're starting a road trip or just heading out for the day or the weekend, do you guys have a favorite spot that you like to stop and get a coffee and, and what's that order for you? Is it something that you kind of make at home or do you, do you splurge and maybe get something a little different? I'm going to start, I'm going to start with you, Steven. Well, you know what? I decided to not give the big, big brands more publicity. I mean, Starbucks and Dunkin', all these Java Joes and Seattle's best. I mean, they're crushing it, right? So I wanted to give a little shout out. And we said favorite, favorite coffee shop. I wanted to give a little shout out to my favorite little place back in Stillwater, Oklahoma. They got a couple of locations up there called Aspen Coffee. Uh, make one of the best cups of coffee you can have. Uh, I mean, there's definitely some nostalgia to it. But when when I go back for a game or to the university, it's the very first place I stop. But I am completely, I am nonstop caffeinated when I'm up, up there drinking coffee because I know I only get it for a short period of time. But uh, let's just say if I ever hit the lottery or we take off with all these future sponsorships on this podcast, I'm going to uh, – uh, get one of these coffee shops wherever I'm living, uh, or um, you know, be a part owner in it, something like that, because they are amazing. So, uh, if they were, if there was one close, I'd be there every day. So, Aspen Coffee, shout out Aspen Coffee in Stillwater, Oklahoma. What do you order? What do you order, Stephen? Yeah, you didn't tell us what you order. I mean, everything from a hot coffee to a latte to a uh. Oh man, I'm totally forgetting the name. You're putting me on the spot, but it's one they're they're frozen uh, coffees, oh, yeah, phenomenal, yeah. Um, like a milkshake. Mm-hmm. Uh better. Uh, it's it's like a frappuccino times ten. It is way better. Mm, whoa. Uh, I mean, yes, uh, pretty much. If I I want one of those machines in my house, I need to find the mixture, put the machine in the house. Uh, I'm gonna look up the name while while you're still chatting, but. And how, and how is Fountain Square? Is that uh, is that the bustling center of town? Fountain Square? Fountain what are Square. you talking about? He said Stillwater. Are you looking at a Google Maps of Stillwater? Where is Fountain Square in Come Stillwater, on, one, Oklahoma? 1323 Southwestern Road, Stillwater, Oklahoma, 74074. Oh, my gosh. No, that's not a thing. <laughs> I apologize to all the listeners in Stillwater. That's yeah, not a thing. It's at South. It's just the the main one is in downtown downtown Stillwater. Maybe that's called like uh, maybe it's called Fountain Square. But again, none of the locals, <laughs> none of the students, nobody calls it Fountain Square. Uh, oh, the one on Western. Oh, yeah, you're looking. Okay, yeah, no, the original is in downtown. Again, it's your quaint little Stillwater downtown, little old school coffee shop. Nothing fancy. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. I, I dream about it. I really do. It, it is amazing mm. and uh, love it. It's the very first stop I make when I go back and the very last. Well, I, Mark, I don't know if you've been there or to the one in Fountain Square, but uh, <laughs> do, you, do you have a favorite? 
I, you know, I have been there and uh, Stephen has gotten me that frosty whatever drink when we've gone back and it's nice. Uh, you know, I, my, my guilty pleasure is to stop at a Starbucks and get myself a hazelnut latte. It's that, it's that simple. Mm. I don't do the black coffee there at Starbucks. If I'm doing black coffee, I stop at uh, my local gas station. I'm, you know, it's one of these weird things. I like gas station coffee. It's got a little tinge of burntness to it. Like it's been overbrewing. Um, I like the flavors, mm. you know, give me a Southern pecan, a hazelnut, um, yeah, I, and that's that's what I like. That starts the road trip off nice for me. Yeah, not, I, you know, now that you mention it, the uh, Shipley's Donuts has this pretty good standard issue coffee. Oh yeah, uh, we can talk about restaurant coffees another time too. Um, yeah, Starbucks. You know, when I started off loving coffee, I, I didn't really care for Starbucks. I think I had a bad frappuccino experience mm-hmm. once uh it's a bit rich um but you know i i like some of the uh the honey almond milk flat white that that's a pretty good one fairly oh, yeah. low mm. um the pumpkin cream cold brew i i love that um but on 45 there uh over by cypress wood luetta the top golf there's a little place called dutch brothers um, oh yeah yeah nice. so uh head, mm-hmm. heading down to bush intergalactic on uh on my way back here we stopped by there and uh got some sort of iced coconut whipped cream thing it was dynamite like i i was just gonna go in there for the, the americano or uh latte or something to that effect and i was talked into that and man that i mean that thing was worth the the 200 and something calories so um dutch bros little little cool place there started in oregon i think they've got a pretty uh neat unique franchising model where the the owners has to actually work there for at the store for a, Hmm. a handful of years um so yeah, if you guys find yourself on on forty five there and got time to stop, I encourage you to. You can't miss it. It's like a blue building with a windmill uh, mm-hmm. uniform. Um, but yeah, tough to tough to go wrong. Somebody told me the Tim Horton stores might be making their way down here. Um, I find Duncan to be so so, mm-hmm. um, but I I'm with you, Stephen. Support support local. There's a little little one over there in your neck of the woods. Uh, over there by the HEB you might want to give it a try to sometime if you haven't done that uh pro tip for the listeners uh the uh foremost authority on health and everything tiktok has a uh, current trend put a little lemon squeeze in your coffee and apparently the uh the pounds just melt melt away so if uh, if either one of you are looking to to lose some weight, maybe maybe step on the scale tomorrow and then uh, uh, put some lemon in your coffee for uh, a week or two and see if see if you have any results there. A lemon in the coffee and uh, you know, lose weight. Who knew? Le- yeah, le- lemon. I, lemon. I I don't remember if the video said a whole lemon or you squeeze the lemon or whatever. So. Um, whatever you prefer but uh probably probably worth a shot can't tiktok can't be wrong right definitely not i'm okay keeping on some pounds uh if i get to enjoy my coffee so 
I'll try it once for the podcast, <laughs> but uh, I'm okay with the little uh, little something around the waist. You could also okay. eat less and work out more. Bingo. I don't know. I mean, there's all kinds of, you know, fads and stuff. I don't know about this lemon stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. Thank you, Jack LaLanne. That's free tip from Jack LaLanne. Lemon. All right. Oh, my gosh. Quick, uh, <sighs> quick update on, on soccer. Uh, so I know you both probably watched the uh, Champions League final. Um, Madrid beats out Liverpool mm. to take home the uh, the Champions League. So uh, Liverpool took it in the shorts on both mm. the Premier League Championship and the Champions League, but that that's mm. okay. Still, still a great season for Liverpool to this point. Um, Steven's uh, favorite thing, relegation. So the, the three teams that will be relegated <clears throat> from the Premier League back to the nether regions, Burnley, <laughs> Watford, and Norwich City. So as you so They suspect, really go to the nether regions. <laughs> That's a term used. Uh, I would probably say, given how those English fans love their soccer, I would say they probably would rather be in the nether regions than, than watch their team get – than have their team get relegated. Huh. But, yeah, well, I'm glad that Man City didn't get relegated and put down <laughs> to the nether regions. So. Man City. Well, that – yeah, that does suck for Burnley, right? It's like, okay, instead of uh, Man City and Man United and Chelsea – coming to play this year it's gonna be uh burnley city and dion warwick <laughs> or whatever you said dion warwick what'd you say yes Manwich. i and that's like the <laughs> the sloppy joe maker Manwich. no okay yeah no i i think you're right i just i i mean have you had one a manwich, yeah. Good stuff. Hmm. Sloppy Joe. There's just a lot of cities that can get a soccer team, apparently. Oh. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know how to keep them all straight and all the cups and, you know, relegation and relegated. And, yeah, well, it's a lot of cities. So on the flip side of that, so the, the teams that are going to be promoted, so these these are the places where they're I'm hmm. sure they're partying nonstop. So we've got the uh, – we've got Bournemouth who I think has been up there before. <laughs> then we've got the Fulham Cottagers. Uh, so they'll be, they'll be coming up. They'll be hosting at least one match with Man City. Ooh. And then wait for it. I'm not making this up. Old Nottingham Forest. Come on. You're to glory. Oh, yeah. No way. <laughs> that was the name of my grandparents' neighborhood back in the day. Come Nottingham on. Forest. But I mean, kudos to uh, what was the first one, Mike? Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth for getting out of the nether regions. I mean, good Let grief. Any we relation come up with another clown show of names? To Jason Bourne and the Bourne trilogy? No? Nothing? Yes. And Kevin Cosner and the Nottingham Forest coming coming back so it's gonna be i just be... don't think you're telling the truth i think you're asking okay. me to go do this in the office and i'm gonna get laughed at okay well i i look forward to the 
it's not going to be on location, but I will make my way back to Houston for the Man City Nottingham Forest match, and it will be like the Avalanche Oilers in goal, and uh, I'm sure it will be a, it'll be a blood fest. So we'll, nice. yeah, it, that'll be fun. That's okay. uh, yeah, but no, I I'm with you, Stephen. I I love it. I, uh, I I I hate the tanking in sports for the first pick. And I, I think Mm -hmm. this is a a real, there's a lot of things I don't particularly care about the European soccer leagues, like no playoffs, but uh, this, this particular one is pretty cool. So we will, we'll keep an eye on those Cinderella stories next year. I do. (sighs) I do want to, I got a funny one here for you guys. So there was a uh, just below the champions league. There's a thing called the Europa league. And so they, they had a final, and uh, it was between Glasgow and Frankfurt. And so it, it was being hosted in Spain. And so the officials that were that were hosting this tournament, this is a this is a great quote. He says he or she says, we will host the two fan bases, uh, that being Glasgow and Frankfurt, that drink a lot. And these citizens who are used to drinking warm beer in their countries, when they find our fresh and cold beers, We'll drink even more. <laughs> so, yeah, Glasgow, warm, warm brown beer for sure. Uh, you know, Steven, since you're the expert on the Hofbräus, I, I don't, I would think, I've never been to Oktoberfest, but I, I hopefully those are served nice and cold, but, but maybe not. Uh, those are served chilled. That's, that's not, oh, yeah. that's not true. <laughs> No, I've been to Munich a few times. I mean, it is a place that yeah. I, before I die, on my bucket list is to get back for Oktoberfest because if it, if that city can be that much fun not during Oktoberfest, mm. I can only imagine what it's like mm. during it. And again, I, I can't wait to dress up in the garb with the later hosen and all the, oh man, it's, it's going to be a blast. I'd pay good so money Mark, to see that. We already know one thing that you owe Stephen and me. So maybe maybe the second thing mm-hmm. could be a trip to, to Oktoberfest mm-hmm. with the sh- the Spätzl, the Schnitzel, the Verse, the Lederhosen, all of the, the pretzel, the pretzels, the, the Dunkels, the Brown mm-hmm. At least at least that uh, that last soccer match was legitimate cities, by the way, right? I mean Glasgow, <laughs> Frankfurt. Just, <laughs> Nottingham Forest stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> all right. So let's stay in Europe. Uh, F1 this weekend. So obviously we, well, we had the Indy 500 too, which is near and near and dear to my heart. But uh, F1 uh, in Monaco. So I, I don't know if you all ever watch this race or maybe i don't know maybe you had like a, a gran turismo or forza or some other video game growing up and went through monaco you know pretty cool track through the through the city there um but i you know i as i was getting ready for the race i was reading that they're they're actually thinking about um potentially exiting monaco mm-hmm. as a as a track which would be which would be a shame, but I, I just I, I don't think it offers um, enough passing. Uh, I don't think it brings in you know new uh, youthful crowds 
yeah. into the sport either. So um, anyway, Ferrari falters if you if you went and looked at it. So uh, Leclerc, who's uh, actually from Monaco and was doing great for Ferrari at the beginning of the season, he he and the pit crew uh, management had some sort of misunderstanding, and he ended up pitting almost immediately after he had just pitted and basically blew his chances. And then Ferrari had some some sour grapes and uh, protested and uh, against Red Bull's win, uh, not Verstappen, but uh, Sergio Perez. So they ended up losing that protest. So basically Ferrari just shoots himself in the foot um, and uh, Red Bull Verstappen in first for the season. So uh, just a little bit of drama. Hamilton's still really nowhere to be found, but uh I guess the most important thing here is, do you guys have any thoughts on, on Monaco sort of, you know, keeping the, the classic nostalgic thing versus, uh, you know, maybe moving away and picking something that's a little bit more exciting, less history. I mean, I'm not a big F1 guy, but when I think about F1, I, I mean, one of the first thing that comes to my mouth is Monaco, right? I mean, it's one of the classics. It's cool with all the boats right there backed up and all these people living the life. And when it's over, they're honking the horns and all that. But I, I mean, to me, I learned a little bit this weekend. My, my buddy is an F1 guy and we did watch it. And it really sounds like it is all about pole position. Whatever your pole position is, you're most likely to end up in that position whenever the race ends, just given, like you said, Mike, the uh, lack of being yeah. able to pass going through those streets. And he was excited, the rain, maybe hoping for an accident to maybe shake things up. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to me, it's, it's one of those, I feel like, you know, maybe good to go back to the drawing table on it, but to me, it feels like, you know, again, very limited knowledge. They're going to keep it just given the history of what it is and, and the money that it yeah. brings in. I, uh, I agree with you. I, you know, I had been thinking about F1 for some time and I, I had re really never been like a huge F1 fan, uh, sort of liked uh, the earlier days of like Nigel Mansell and then, you know, Schumacher came on the scene and, and never really lost. And, and so I almost, you know, equated F1 to Schumacher and, Monaco, which was that whoever w was in first one, it was, you know, whoever paid the most, i.e. Ferrari was going to win. And it, it's like, okay, yeah, the, the machines were an absolute marvel of science, but it really it wasn't great in terms of the, the actual product that was put out there. Um, so I think, you know, m maybe with some of these courses like Miami, like Vegas, um, even Austin, um, they're trying to build in a little bit more competition into the sport. Um, so, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. There are tons of, of circuits um, that they go through throughout the season. So I, I would think that maybe they could make some modifications, of course, without having to together. But anyway, uh, you know, one of the things that I like about Memorial Day is it's uh, quite an exciting time you've got monaco you've got the indy 500 which was interesting because you had I don't, I don't know if you guys watched it but you had jimmy johnson from the nascar side who came in uh he wrecked with a handful of laps to go um and then scott dixon who's a 
perennial powerhouse uh, at the Indy 500. He he ended up blowing it. Uh, he he looked like he was going to be the the favorite to win, and um, I don't know, had some sort of pit road penalty, and ended up uh, at about lap 170 or 150 or 170 out of 200, and it, and it kind of took him out of the race. So we had a, a different Chip Ganassi. Uh, indie staple for, for you listeners out there, Chip Ganassi team that ended up winning. Uh, then you had some sort of NASCAR race in the evening. And I can remember Tony Stewart and others even doing both the, uh, the 500 and, uh, the 500 and the NASCAR race. I don't know if anybody ever did all three races. I'd have to look up if, if anybody did Monaco, Indy and the NASCAR race, that would be some feat, hmm. but, uh, exciting Exciting week week for racing. Um, looks like for stopping, can't be stopping. I go ahead and tag that one now, Stevens guy. But uh, we'll we'll keep a keep a close eye on this one, and uh, looks like it's going to continue to be uh, an exciting season. All right. So time is going between NASCAR and IndyCar, kind of like Bo Jackson, you know, football, baseball, <laughs> like what, what's, what's the comparison? I mean, is it, is that a, I don't know, Michael Jordan, basketball, baseball. I mean, are you really good at one and not the other? Like what, what, or is it, no, it's like driving a car, riding a bike. Turn it on. I think uh, I'll have to go look at a YouTube video. You know, I think I think Gordon probably did one. Um, Juan Pablo Montoya, yes, I think went went back and forth. I think he's done all three. So I'll, I'll see if we okay. can find something to compare that. I um, it's a great question because when you when you watch those F one races from the cockpit, it basically looks impossible. Correct. And, um, like I, I don't like know how they think- keep that. Yeah. yeah, straight or yeah, it's like, and do you get relegated kind of like in soccer, like the Nash truck, or is that that's <laughs> totally that's totally that's not related? Oh man, the Nash truck. Oh man, did you guys? We used to have this place called Pizza King. Did you guys ever have those arcade machines that had oh, the four yeah. steering wheels? Oh, yeah, off road, off road. Yes. Oh yeah. Tommy something oh, yeah. others. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The the Baja with the with the mm-hmm. nitrous. Oh, oh yeah, with the nitrous. Those were the days. Next oh, to the man. NBA Jam machine, that was just right by the claw mm. that never picked anything up, but took your money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, I don't mean to insult our NASCAR truck uh, fans. I, I'm just curious. I, I don't know how that all worked. It's another unique sport to me. Yeah, certainly okay. popular though. Very popular. All right. Let's go to Marnak, the mediocre. I'm going to ask you to break out your your crystal ball and your MetLife envelope. I still haven't had a chance to send back one of those prepaid envelopes. But, Gotta uh, do it. It's <laughs> a lot of fun. It's very it. fulfilling, and you know somebody on the other end is going to have their day. Uh, I'll leave them a little note of encouragement yeah. there. But yeah. uh well, question for Marnak this week, and maybe maybe this would be better for our socialite Stephen Haddix. I'm sure he's keeping up with the uh, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard circus that's been going on here. Um, this thing is just all over the place. I need to do a little research to figure out why cameras 
are allowed in some court cases and not others. That's that's something that I need to do a little homework for the pod. Um, but this this thing's wrapping up. The uh, the jury must be milking their per diem. They can't figure it out. Now they're going back Wednesday. Uh, you know, getting their five minutes of fame turned into a week or whatever. So still no decision. My question to Marnak here is: Is Johnny Depp going to win this this defamation trial? Uh, yeah. Um, listen. All right. So <laughs> normally, normally Marnak has has he's got a lot of answers here. Um, not going to lie to you. Don't know. Um, uh, you know what? Johnny Depp, the trial. Johnny Depp, uh, Johnny Carson. Don't Johnny let that Depp, sway you. Johnny Carson. I mean, here's the deal. Uh, y- y- you know, no. Uh, do you really win when you're, I mean, here's the answer. It's a long answer and it's actually been typed out. You can see for the viewers that are seeing us on the video. Long answer here. A lot of legalese. I mean, you never really win when you're, when your stuff is shown all over the internet and allowed to be videoed i don't know why this one's allowed to be videoed but there's no winners in this case some of the stuff (laughs) that you hear about them doing in their personal time just makes me question humanity like where how does how does somebody go this far south and sadistic in their life i don't understand like i feel bad for these people more than anything so that's why i'm like i the envelope came back and said, no, there's no winners. Um, I don't, I don't get what these, like, what, why, do, why are, why are some people so weird? Like, what, what is, why, why are you like this? Some of the stuff coming out that you read, you're just like, this is, this isn't real. Uh, some of the, no, there's no winners, Mike. Uh, the envelope never lies. It said there's no winners. And then there's some legalese here from my law department, apparently in the, in the envelope, there's no winners in this case. Period. No one wins. No Some winners. of the stuff this this lady do like what in the world? Like you need a psychiatrist. I mean, but that's why they're actors. The, yeah, when you're dealing with the likes of Davy Jones and Bootstrap Bill Turner, I mean, you got to <laughs> go to the depths <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. into those. So. My odds are for me, there probably is going to be a winner. I think oh, that's the okay. way that the, I think the judicial system mm-hmm. works with declaring a winner. I don't know if they, if they do draws, but uh, mm-hmm. I guess we'll figure that one out too. I mean, okay. If you ask for a true, like an answer, I mean, I, I forget who filed it. I'm going to go whoever filed the case, not having a clue who did, whoever brought the case forward that person's likely to win. They wouldn't have brought it if they didn't have a case. That's my theory. I don't know who brought it, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean or or the- Willy uh, Wonka. Willy Wonka or the other lady. I mean, whoever brought the case to court, that person will win. That's my case. That's my All guess. Right. Yeah. I have All no right. clue who, who brought the do case. You, do you have, you're the youngest one here, Stephen, most in tune with social media. Do you have anything to add to this fiasco? Yeah, I wish I didn't have anything to add because, like, <laughs> I've lost brain cells listening to the shenanigans of, like, you know, Rich Levy's personal life. Uh, mm. And to me, they, uh, the news should be reporting on other, like, more important stuff going on right now. 
but to keep it short, um, yeah, Amber Heard, I mean, with uh, Heard brought some turds. I mean, good Lord, when, when that happens, uh, I mean, but to me, with the, uh, I, I think to me, you know, when, when you say that mm-hmm. you took your money of your separation, gave it to charity and come to find out that you didn't, uh, that's not a good look as, as well as all the, re- you know, they were each recording each other. And some of the things that she said on the recordings are extremely incriminating, but yeah, money's on Johnny. Uh, I think, um, it's come out that she's a big liar and a bit crazy. And I, I think people are going to keep uh, significant social distance from her going forward. And I think that, uh, they will benefit from that and their, uh, and their bet sheets. Yeah. Hmm. There's a special place in Davy Jones locker for those kind of people. All right. <laughs> well, by the, hopefully by the time we have the next pod, this whole thing will be settled, but, uh, but who knows? Um, before we wrap for the night, I do want to do uh, another installment of our version of flavor town, uh, flavor country. Uh, not the Camaro SS. Pick your favorite other muscle car. Huh. You won't steal from Guy Ferrari. Um, so just a quick one for me. Uh, I got the chance to go to Carbone Dallas. Um, you know, touted as a Michelin star. I'm not really sure if, if because Carbone exists outside of Dallas. So I don't know if like the New York restaurant was the Michelin star and then they opened up it in in dallas or like if it none of the other locations outside of dallas didn't have a michelin star yet and then and then the one in carbone earned it i don't exactly know that um there's also a place called vino which is connected it's right next to carbone and it's got a slightly different menu i think a little bit easier to get in there a little bit more bar like not exactly the same menu but uh had a chance to get reservations go there um, you know, right away, it's, it's an interesting building. It had, it had sort of an outdoor feel, even though it was warm, it, you know, didn't really, it wasn't uncomfortable, but it was still kind of an outdoor feel. They did, they had oldies playing, but not really the Sinatra. So it was kind of a, kind of an interesting, uh, environment The the, the starting spread was, was pretty incredible. They had three different types of bread. Uh, the garlic bread wasn't even the best one. There was some sort of like grandma or Nana's bread. I don't, I don't remember what they called it, but it was like a kind of a thicker, fluffier focaccia with some mozzarella and some sort of marinara spread. And it was warm and it was, it was just like some of the best pizza garlic bread you had. They brought out some little, uh, we joked they were, they were gabagool. Uh, flowers mm. but they were i don't know some sort of salami or other and some artist, and that was all complimentary to, to start off with uh some of the best shrimp as part of the shrimp cocktail that i've had not the cocktail sauce at saint elmo's will still be number one for me always but the the shrimp was amazing uh, meatballs went ahead and got those actually put in the meatball order late um so he had said, hey, we've got meatballs are not on the menu. I forgot to order it. Then he came back. The waiter came back later. I said, hey, can I get meatballs? He said, well, I'm going to have to check with the chef. Mm. And, uh, you know, he did me a solid, got that in there. Meatballs, not as good as Carmine's. So I, I remember when 
when uh, Steven said that Carmine's <clears throat> meatballs were better than his grandma's, I will still say that Carmine's is the best for me. Um, the There was some other pasta in there. It, it was okay, but forgettable. Um, the menu was a bit quirky. Like it didn't have some of the traditional things. Like it didn't have my carbonara. It didn't have chicken parm. We ended up getting the veal parm. I don't eat a lot of veal. It mm. was smooth, buttery, cheesy, good sauce. All those things came with a rib actually, which was quite, quite interesting, mm. but uh, not, not really my cup of tea. Um, the carrot cake was, was okay. Totally should have went with the Nutella tiramisu, uh, but that oh. gave me a chance to go back when you guys get here. Mm. So for me, this place was all about the starters, the, the, the starter, you know, with the Nana's bread, um, the table side Caesar, which I didn't even mention the shrimp cocktail, uh, the, the drinks, the cocktails, like all that was worth it. So nice. hopefully you guys will get a chance to get here and, and we'll go back and uh, Mark can pick up the tab. Happ- happily go back with you guys. Yeah. Pick up the tab. Uh, so maybe to come back down to earth with something that, uh, actually in the budget did you guys see that uh arby's rolled out a wagyu beef burger what yeah well i've eaten oh, there yeah. when they had their their brisket their brisket that comes out once a year is fantastic i, I did not know they had a wagyu beef burger uh okay, oof, okay. so i i want to put you guys on assignment for the next pod so since steven Thanks. has Backed out on his deal with the bacon and the coffee. I'm going to put you guys on assignment. So you got whoever speaks up first here. One of you has to do the Taco Bell pizza and the other one has to do the Arby's Wagyu burger. Okay. So Steven's going to do the Taco Bell pizza. All right. And Mark, Mark, you have to do the Arby's Wagyu burger. And I want you guys to report back next week. See what I can do. All right. Deal. All right, My Friday good. night is already planned right now. <laughs> we got to get you uh, a hobby. We got to get you a hobby, son. I can't, I can't wait. I uh, and lastly on Flavor Country. So I, you know, of course, I was going between. I I drove, um, Mark. I did actually drive one time. So I drove from Dallas to to Houston. And I had to stop at the Woody Southbound. Southbound. And I got, yes. Mm. And which I don't think is as good as the Northbound, but I went ahead and I, and I got the, the pepper thing that I can never really remember the name, but still I somehow, I somehow walk out with it. I almost didn't. Mm. I almost got the wrong thing again, but Mm. I got the peppered beef. I mean, Woody's already is the self-proclaimed jerky capital. Jerky capital of the world. You're welcome. And uh, yeah, so thank you, Stephen, for introducing me to the peppered beef. I got it again. Every, I mean, I just want to eat all the sticks every time. I did save mm-hmm. one, one or two. Gave one to my brother-in-law. Um, he he loved it, and um, I yeah, I was sad that I didn't drive back to get to get another one. But that uh, that is worth it every time for me. Oh, yep. Uh, I'm actually just really proud because I know, Mike, you have a very refined palate. So for me to provide you a suggestion that you like, mm-hmm. I take great pie, great pride in that. So uh, I will I will sleep happy tonight. Nice. nice. Uh, the, the lore yeah. is that the Woody's used to be a 
combined thing. And I think uh, Mama Woody and Papa Woody got a divorce and one is one and one is the other on both sides of the highway. That's the lore. Don't know if that's true. Don't send me hate mail. But uh, yeah, I think they each have their own unique uh, mystique, uh, if you will. And uh, both are both are fantastic for different reasons, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. And they had a son named Bucky's. They went down the road. And they had a son oh. named Bucky's. <laughs> That's not true. All right. Well, I uh, and make sure that when you guys do your Taco Bell Arby's setup, get some accoutrements as well. I don't. I don't care if it's a cheesesteak or it's a <laughs> or if it's curly fries. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whatever it is, you guys, you get some accoutrements. You get some sauces. You report back. Yeah, we'll do that, Mike. Don't worry. We'll get okay. you some uh, accoutrements and maybe some internet access for our friend yep. Steven. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Did you did you have anything, Stephen, on Flavor Country uh, on the on the VPN there? That's working well before we <laughs> we switch Hold on, ahead. He's bouncing between the satellites uh, orbiting Mars here. Hold Unbelievable. On but yes, Friday night Mexican pizza, cheesy oh, gordita crunch. Ooh. quesadilla maybe a doritos locos taco yeah i'm going yes. all out a lot of hot sauce a couple worry. of tums a couple of it's, tums uh potentially but don't worry this is uh, i'm built for this okay all right mark don't don't let us down i know Steve. i'm gonna do won't. my best oh okay i don't know Here what that go. means there's literally probably five arby's in a 20 mile radius of where you live i'm, so. I'm, I'm heading to barton creek this weekend so i got uh i got you know it's a it's a slightly yeah. upper crust mm. it's uh you know maybe it's a rudy's weekend you know it might not be an arby's weekend, but it's a rudy's weekend. i'm heading to barton creek this is crust. a wagyu this is a wagyu burger did i mention all right all right wagyu that's the massage cows right the wagyu <laughs> We don't we don't endorse that on this pod. All right. So uh, Department of Corrections, uh, we were pretty clean last week. I yes. I just kind of butchered the the Colin Colin or Colin. I can't remember. Colin Montgomery, mm-hmm. Benton Harbor history. I mean, technically was a defending champion, not the defending champion. Um, but uh, yeah, shout out to, to Monty for eight under this week. Still pretty still pretty impressive. Um, Mark, you were right about skiing and cutter. I thought you, uh, I thought it was just in Dubai, but, uh, turns out there is skiing in cutter as well. I actually had a chance to do that skiing in Dubai, uh, fairly underwhelming, but I guess mm. if the, your other option is not skiing in a mall or skiing in a mall, uh, that's something at least worth doing once. Mm-hmm. You mentioned something about Papa John's and the kids like to get breakfast bacon on the pizza. What what exactly is breakfast bacon? Not to be confused with Canadian bacon, right, which is another common pizza topping. Breakfast bacon is like bacon bacon, you know, just bacon. Have you, know? you ever heard regular bacon called breakfast bacon? You Steven? order is that a still it and you call it. Thing? You have to call it uh, breakfast bacon because they have Canadian bacon and breakfast bacon when you order it. I can understand needing to emphasize yes. and, and make sure they don't put Canadian bacon on. I personally would not have called it breakfast bacon because people do still eat Canadian bacon for breakfast. I would have said 
some other description, but I, I respect the needing to clarify with these people that probably want to get your order in as fast as they can and get mm-hmm. it off the phone with you. Or do you even hey. order? St- do you still order pizza on the phone? Is it all apps now? I mean, that's uh, that's how long it's been since I ordered pizza. Uh, okay, listen here, guys. Don't don't try to judge me and needing to place my order over the phone with these whole newfangled apps. You know, that you have on the phone and getting your points and stuff and door dime dash or whatever it's called. No, we we order over the phone. I like to talk to a human. And make sure they understand what I mean by bacon. I mean breakfast mm. bacon, not Canadian yes. bacon. Well, I I, much. I don't think I've ever heard it referred to as breakfast bacon, but now I will be doing that from <sighs> now until the time I die. I, yep. I remember the uh, aforementioned poker game where you had Lone Star Light and we had ketchup <laughs> sauce and you, uh, you, you tried to order pizza hut online and i i think you melted the cpu trying to do that we eventually had to had to it wasn't good to the phone it, was... it wasn't good <laughs> hey let's just okay. be a lesson to you guys sometimes talking to a human is okay you yep. uh now the last one it doesn't really matter steven you said everyone hates baseball that's not that's not true but Oh well, uh, we still... I bet I could cook up a stat with Prusa, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. I mean, uh, uh, you're right. I mean, it's definitely, you know, America's pastime, all this sort of stuff. It's definitely here's all right. Here's what's factual. Here In the last go. two decades, it has been losing viewership tremendously because it's slow. It's not, you know, the rules are not keeping up with the game. Some rules, they're trying to make it better, made people mad. But, yeah, it, it, it's a uh, – uh, the fandom of baseball is dying. And, uh, you know, it's – yeah, that, that is factual. Hmm. Note that yeah. Stephen's views do not necessarily represent all views of the Weekend at Berkman's podcast. Oh. Well, maybe if we – well, Stephen and I were ahead on that Saudi money, though. DJ, DJ must have listened to the pod and said, you know what, this Saudi money isn't as, as bad as we think it is. Um, but, no, when we, when we take a look at stadiums, we, we'll, maybe we'll do a, a baseball segment, too, and see how many people are showing mm-hmm. up to some of these mm-hmm. games. All right. Well, let's move into our final segment Um going to say setting off the week but thank goodness we're we're all ready to wednesday short week guys and Mm -hmm. really short week really short week for mark so i'm going to start with mark i know he'll probably be talking about doing something with the family this week but uh, let's move into local knowledge and start with local knowledge yeah local knowledge and uh don't ever hate on me uh loving on the family i encourage you all to uh Give the loved ones a hug. I'm going to play some golf with my dad starting on Thursday. I think it's important that you uh, hang out when you're given the opportunity with your uh, your parents, the old man, uh, hanging out with some other buddies playing golf. So we're doing that this weekend. So I encourage you to give the old family a call. Uh, I also do uh, think that Memorial Day is a really important holiday, and I'm, I'm thankful that uh, we set time aside to honor those that uh, fought for us, those that have passed on, those that are still living, Veterans Day, Armed Forces Day. Uh, again, none of that is lost on me, the, the debt that we owe to those folks. Also, uh, you know, I think it's important to stay hydrated. It's getting hot down here in the old uh, South. Uh, make sure you drink plenty of water. 
or, you know, some sort of non-alcoholic beverage to stay uh, hydrated. It's important to stay hydrated. You don't want to, you know, accidentally have something bad happen to you because you didn't stay hydrated. May or you, may not you strike seen... me, hmm? you, you strike me as a tap or a hose kind of guy. I mean, I'm not afraid to drink out of the hose, you know, like uh, old school. I uh, did that as a kid. Um, you know, water's water. And uh, I encourage you to stay hydrated. Hmm. Put that on your shirt. Water's water. Water is water. <laughs> hot is warm. Teat is hot. Okay. All Steve. right. Well, you know, you have, you have fun with your pops Thanks. and, uh, you're welcome for, uh, yeah, take him over, get him a Wagyu burger at Arby's. I, we might have to have an outing to old Arby's. Late night Arby's. All right. What about you, Stephen? I think my local knowledge is because it's got to be the four-day work week, right? I mean, come on, coming off a long holiday weekend, four-day week. I mean, to me, this has got to be – we got to start moving the national standard – in this direction, right? It, it, I think at bare minimum, 980s has got to become more regular. Um, best case scenario, four tenths, four days a week. Imagine having three-day weekends. It makes travel better. Just work my butt off four days in a row, but give me three sweet days in a row to relax, right? I mean, we know two-day weekends fly by. Three days, please. So let's start moving the national uh, norm towards uh, at least 980s. Stephen Haddix for president. Amen. Coke machines in the locker rooms. Love that. Yeah, I'm I'm totally on board with that. I this this weekend was glorious. It felt like a vacation. I'm I'm on board. Hopefully before I die. Um a few things for me. So uh first one. Uh, Mark, I'm sure you caught the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi new series on, do you, do you all have Disney plus? No, you don't definitely not. Okay. Not Maybe that I'm we'll aware get, of. get you access. So Mark, I, I'm not going to overwhelm you do the way you this week, the next week, I will probably challenge you to watch one of these episodes or maybe a half hour of the original star Wars. Come back with uh-huh, your review. Uh-huh. We're going to, we're okay. going to get you into the, the sci-fi realm. You can tell the nice. difference between Solo and Shatner. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, Obi-Wan out there for our, our sci-fi listeners. Pretty good. Um, two episodes so far. I think new episodes come out on Friday, which is quite unique for the streaming services to mm-hmm. release one per week. Feels a bit old school, like, uh, mm-hmm. like Tool Time, getting a new one every week. Uh, Steven, thanks for the Masters merch. You know, if I, if I had to give a rating... Um, for the stuff I got, I, I put the tumbler number one, I probably put the jacket two and, and the hat three. So, um, you know, can I do it? Can I do it, Steven? I know you and I know you and the masters are still, you know, going back and forth for you get another ticket for not having the peach Sam. Okay. So they really need to do something about their hats. I think they've said, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. are going to make these hats such that no one wants them. And if you want a hat mm-hmm. that people want, it's you've got to be a member and all the mm-hmm. other stuff. Yep. I mean, it was exactly what I asked for. And I still not sure that I want it. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. but it was exactly what I asked for. So mm-hmm. it, that, that is nothing on you, Steven. It's just, I, I don't know what they're doing with their selections. 
Uh, you wouldn't even believe some of the colors that they had there. I mean, they had some really light blue, some some pale yellow, some pale greens. I mean, yeah, and that's the thing. Just kind of give us some normal colors. So, yeah, hopefully they start moving in the right direction. But, uh, yeah, please yeah. don't give me a ticket, please. Please. <laughs> the jacket's great. The jacket's perfect. It's got some sort of, like, lettering that's on the back. And I, I was looking mm. at one that I had before and it, it sort of looks like it's coming off. So I'm like, for the price, I thought it might be high quality, but I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be baby in this one, but it's, it's a beautiful jacket. So I appreciate that. And I'll be washing my, my tumbler every day. So uh, that was a bonus review for the listeners. Uh, it's a short work week. I, I totally agree, Stephen. It's a money easy street from here. So anyway, um, I think that's going to do it. Another one in the books. Thanks, everyone, for joining uh, Weekend at Berkman's. Hope you have a great rest of your week, short week, and we will see you next week. Take care.